0: To make it in cannabis, first you must dare to. Twelve years ago, MJ Bizcon dared to unite the global cannabis community, igniting a movement that continues to thrive. So let's grow together this November 28th through December 1st in Las Vegas. You'll hear incredible stories, see groundbreaking innovations and forge connections you need to thrive in 2024. But wait, snag your ticket to MJ Bizcon in October. And you are eligible for the 31 days of giveaways and promotion going on right now. So hurry, get your ticket today. And here's a secret. Podcast listeners get 10% off with promo code 23POD10. That's 23POD10. Don't miss out. Get your ticket at mjbizcon.com. That's (laughs) mjbizcon.com. Welcome to another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Elland. Just a brief reminder, if you would like us to continue Cannabis Health Radio and hear the remarkable stories of people who have used cannabis for treatment of an acute or debilitating disease, then please go to the donate page on our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. You can be a one-time donor or a monthly patron for as little as $3 a month, the price of a cup of coffee. If we get enough people contributing, we can continue bringing you these amazing stories about this amazing plant. If not, we will be forced to shut down Cannabis Health Radio. And for those who have contributed thus far, thank you once again for your contribution. Colorectal cancer is the third most common cancer diagnosed in men and women in the United States and Canada. It is estimated that more than 60,000 people in those two countries will die from the disease this year. Our guest today is a woman who dealt with her colorectal cancer by embracing cannabis oil as part of her treatment. And joining us from Washington State is Mary. She doesn't want us to use her real name, which we respect, so we'll call her Mary. Mary, thanks very much for joining us. Good of you to do this.
1: Thank you so much, too. It's my pleasure.
0: What were some of the symptoms you were experiencing prior to your diagnosis?
1: Just a severe uh, stomach pain and then blood in my stool. And then, of course, because of the pain, I've been... Uh, having sleepless nights, like I've been taking uh, tea to relieve the, the pain, but uh, every other hour I, I used to wake up at night because of too much pain. And the frequency of going to the bathroom has been, it's, it's very often. So it's like from 8 to 10 every day.
0: You went to the so, bathroom 8 to 10 times every day.
1: Yeah, and it has blood. So at first, I was like, I thought it was diverticulitis, IBS, some people. Because I was looked at by four different doctors. Every time I visit, there's two doctors that try to, to examine me. And they said, oh, you just take this. Um, I think they give me a amipersol, something like that. I don't know what's that for, but they said mm-hmm. it's for gas and stuff. They never give me other medicine at all or never suggested that, oh, you should not eat this and that. But never just checked me and sent me home. And they said, you need to go for colonoscopy. So I called for a uh, schedule for colonoscopy to the uh, referral office, the doctor's office that they sent me to. But they that was in June of 2015. But my schedule was like November. So I was suffering for like five months with all the symptoms, never knowing that I already had cancer in my body. So for five months with all the symptoms, blood and stuff, doctors never said anything. And, and I've been to an MRI and a, and a scan too, but they, they, they were never um, diagnosed that I had that cancer. Cancer until my colonoscopy in November 2015.
0: Okay, in June of 2015, you were scheduled for a colonoscopy, but you didn't get it until November of 2015. So you had uh, five months of discomfort. Yes, and, that's true. And after the colonoscopy, what did the doctors tell you?
1: He said that he told my husband that I have two more of 5 to 8 C.M., in my col- uh, colorectal. It's called colorectal cancer.
0: So you had a tumor that was 5 to 8 centimeters, which mm-hmm. is about uh, 2 to 3 inches.
1: I don't know. Probably. Yeah, Stage 3, I believe it was. <laughs> yeah, it was stage 3. Yeah. He said stage 3. So the first doctor, um, I visited the, the first doctor after the colonoscopy, he said that they need to take it out and I need to go for radiation and chemotherapy. And every time I go there, I got so nervous. My, my blood pressure is going up. So <laughs> I was so stressed out. So I went to another doctor um, in downtown. And then, um, and then it's the same thing. They suggested that I need to do radiation, chemotherapy, and surgery. But uh, before that, I was told by a friend that you, I should start juicing. I should stop eating meat, stop eating sugar, rice, uh, what else, dairy. And s- So I, I followed that. When I started juicing, I, f- I really felt great. And the stomach pain has subsided a little bit. But then I'm not contented with that. So I keep sur- um, looking on on the website, on the internet. There I found about the cannabis oil.
0: And where did you get your cannabis oil? Can you say?
1: Uh, uh, sure. My, uh, first, my husband has already uh, a medical card because he had back pain. And he was already... S- not not all the time, He but he just had medical... S- card so he went to one of the dispensary here by our place he just asked for for cannabis oil and we didn't know about the difference between sativa and the indica because it was just like today I, I read it on on YouTube and I, I and then my husband said okay let's let's go buy it and, and try it and, and at first he, he gave me like a one whole grain amount and i was i got high and so it was like the first time i had my high i had that it was the first day of my radiation too so i never went to my second day of radiation because i got so high and
2: i think that oh it was sativa
0: so you got too high and you missed your radiation treatment
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that that was probably a sign right there mary
1: yeah, just yeah, my 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 cousin was called by the doctor's office because I did not show up, and my cousin was crying. You have to fight because you know, you know, you have to fight. But she didn't know that I was I was really I
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that I didn't go. So, but the following day, which is the third day, I went again, and then my husband. We found out about the indica part, you know, that it will (laughs) make me sleep and stuff. So I started really little bit, three times a day. And boy, I eat a lot. I was able to do my job right after I... Like same arrhythmia is eleven, and then I go go home at twelve. I eat my lunch. I go to bed. I take a nap because I took another dose of oil, and like right about three o'clock in the afternoon, I went around and I'm out uh, on, out and about again. Wow! To do my to do my job, and my friends were surprised. Oh my gosh! The only the friends that knows about my condition that I've been going to treatment, and they said. My well, guess you are really—you don't look like you have that, or you're undergoing that kind of treatment. So, and my doctor even um, keep asking every because every week I go to see him, oncologist, and he said, "Oh, are you nauseated? Are you vomiting?" And I said, "No, doctor." So, oh, I will give you uh, nausea pills. And I said okay but I never opened that until now I don't know where is it.
0: So because
2: he, I never took it.
0: You were undergoing radiation treatments while you were taking your cannabis oil, do I have that right? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. So
2: and it so- it's sounding like your oncologist was quite surprised that you weren't having these some su- no <laughs> yeah. side effects.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he but he gave me a nausea medicine but I said but oh, I took it but I never drink it. Or there were times too so because I I was on a chemo pills too. Imagine three thousand milligram a day. Ooh. Yeah, so one one five one thousand five every morning and one thousand five milligram in the evening. So I said, Oh my gosh, this is not good for my kidney so for liver, so sometimes I skipped it. And you know, that's it. I didn't I didn't take all of the chemo pills. So I just you, went to the radiation.
0: You were on both chemo and radiation while you were taking your cannabis oil, and mm-hmm. the radiation didn't make you sick, and the, the chemo, uh, as we all know, is not great physically on your, on your, on your body. Mm-mm. And so you took them sporadically. Is yeah. that right?
1: <laughs> I cheated.
2: How, yeah. many, I how many pills would you say you took of the chemo?
1: Um, three, three each, It's dose, like one, 500 milligram each. So I, he told me to take three in the morning and three in the evening.
2: And how many were you taking? How many did you actually take?
1: For one day?
2: No, okay. you mean? overall.
1: Um, it's, uh, it was like when I started my radiation, to the end of my radiation, like sp- five weeks. I do I just don't take it only uh, on weekends where I don't have radiation. Okay. Only in so I have five days of radiation. So that's five days, three, five days, three thousand milligrams each day.
0: Now, when you were taking your cannabis oil, did you feel any better? Of course. Yeah. You
1: know. Way, way better. <laughs> way better. The stomach pain was gone, and oh my gosh, I have energy. I eat a lot. I I I lose a, a little bit of weight. I was like 135 to like 120 22. Oh, something that's like not that. too
2: bad at all.
1: Uh-huh. But I think because I'm I'm petite, so I'm my my uh, normal weight is like 115.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. So uh, it's stabilized there. So, but I eat good. Of course, only vegetables. Veggies and fish. That's all I eat. No rice, no sugar, no bread, no meat. That's it.
0: Like many other cancer patients that we've talked to, you changed your diet, which assisted you and and helped your body.
1: And took a lot of multivitamins, too. Right. All kinds of multivitamins and and good diet, exercise. And also, I... uh, I drink like um lemongrass with ginger. I also drink boil um, you know the goyabano sour sap leaves, you know back in our back back home.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they uh, there's a lot of, you know, uh, suggestions that they said they're taking that, con- they're drinking that to also help. Yeah, to
2: combat cancer, I know. Yeah, yeah pretty well known. Yeah. So fast forward seven weeks later, Marion you're finished with your radiation. What happens then?
1: Oh, the doctor, um, after the six, no, that's five weeks, the doc- the doctor called me to the office, the surgeon, and they prepared me for surgery. So that's like five weeks. On the eighth week, so on the eighth week, I went back to the to the doc, to the surgeon, and she said that I need to get a surgery. They need to take it out.
2: So, what what but, was the surgery going to entail?
1: Oh, um, the surgery is going to. I will have a a permanent. not uh, no. A temporary colon, was that?
0: Colostomy, Colostomy bag. bag. Right.
1: Yes, and that I'm so scared, and I don't like to do that because. I, so I have been praying for a, a decision because I really felt great that time. So I was like, I'm not sick anymore, and then I have a friend who had the, the same um, problem with me four years ago, and she went to she had a surgery, and I asked her. What is the e- side effect? And he she said that you know I wish I never, I never had this surgery. I said why? Because she said it completely changed my life. I said in what way? Uh, you know the the visiting to the bathroom part. That's that's her problem all mm-hmm. the time. Even if this is after four years, her surgery, right?
2: Wow! So it's still going on.
1: Yeah. Because I've been praying for like um, this um, for guidance, I met her accidentally at the mall three days before my scheduled surgery. Because I was gonna go for surgery, but uh, I just scheduled it. But part of me doesn't want to go and doesn't want to go for surgery. I, I just keep praying. So I went to the mall. And then I, you know, I just met her there, and I asked her about her surgery four years ago, and that's what she told me. And so I took it as a sign. You know, my job is like I am on the road all the time. So what am I going to do? I'm going to tell my clients, "Oh, let's stop here because I need to go to the bathroom." Yeah, <laughs> I can't do that. So I said, you know, since I'm I have heard about a lot about cannabis um cures cancer I saw your video I saw a lot of videos and I even got uh, help from my brothers to help me research and they they all agreed that you know you should go because there's a lot there's a lot of people who claim that they felt better they you know because of that and I myself know that cannabis really helped me a lot because my sleep also at night, Man, it's like I sleep like a baby every night. Then after the radiation, which is the sixth week, I think my fifth week, the sixth week, that's when I started the the sople, the suppository.
2: Okay.
0: So you were taking your suppositories, and uh, was your tumor shrinking at all over this period?
1: I believe so, but but. I don't follow the protocol, the right protocol. I don't take up to a gram a day.
0: Well, you but, were you were you were trying to take a uh, a gram a day, right? Even uh, Corey didn't take. Uh, you didn't work up to sixty grams in ninety days, did no, you? No, Mm-mm. no.
1: Yeah, so it was just like. Not, not that much, so I, I took it morning and night, but I think I think I was this is what this is the reason why I want to get interviewed too because like um, I want to tell whoever is using this they really have to follow the protocol, but it doesn't mean that if you don't you don't see the result. results yeah,
2: yeah, you but, probably, uh, often you just see less of result or whatever. So you've seen your doctor. You've the doctor said you want to. You he wants you to go and have the surgery done. Mm-hmm. Did you go get a second opinion, or what did you do after that?
1: Uh, he, my oncologist of the same hospital, um, sent me to another surgeon, and that surgeon is even worse. Mm-hmm. He 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 scared me to death.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> so he said you need to take it out or you're going to die, and it's going to be a painful death. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. so that's, that's, Ooh, that's, that's a
2: threat, yeah. Well, I was told the same thing. I, not that it was going to be painful, but that I was going to die. So. Um, yes. so, so, what did you do next, then? So,
1: I just keep... I just uh, re- um, refused that first surgery and just keep uh, visiting the oncologist. He did the scan, he did the... He did some blood tests, and he never said that it's progressing. He, he just, we, we're not even talking about my, my tumors anymore. We were even talking about the real estate market and stuff like that. But And then I asked him, what the last time was like uh, September, right after I came back from, from my place. Uh, I went to see him again. He did a scan. He did the blood test, and he said everything looks good. But um he ne- he wants me to go come back and see him again like after three months, which is like last December nine but I think uh, I don't know what did I eat or so, but I had gone I had constipation and I saw saw blood again on my on my stool, which is not not a lot it's just like. You know, it's yeah. not. It's not that much. It's just like when I, when I use the toilet paper and stuff like that.
2: But when you've gone through what <clears throat> you've gone through, anything like that's really scary.
1: Yeah, um, December nine, I went to see he- the oncologist, and he said that I should see the surgeon again. I was scheduled December 15 to see the, the surgeon and the same surgeon who told me that you're going to die and it's going to be a painful death told me that you really need to get this this out and i asked him what is my chances and he goes if you go for surgery now your chances is only 50/50 if you did it before right after your radiation it was 60 to, to 80 and so I said, well, if it's 50-50, then, and then I'll have my permanent colostomy bag, mm-hmm. then... Mm. And I felt better. I feel good right now. I'm walking. I'm doing my job. I'm, I'm, being, uh, you know, I'm being normal. Why would I go for a surgery? S- same thing with my brothers and sisters. They told me, why would you go for a surgery when you feel better? He ordered for an MRI test. That was December 21 of last year. And he, in the MRI, it was said that it's only 4CM tumor. And then they scheduled me for another PET scan December 29, a week after that. But I pushed it to the January 5th because I want to, but I think, oh, let me go go back to like December 9. That's when after we came out from the hospital, Corey, that's when I called you. Right. Me and my husband called you. We were driving home. I remember. That was this December 9. And then that's when you asked me, um, how much do you take? Who is making your oil? And what kind of strains are you making out of it? So that was only one strain, all the same. And all CBD because I said no THC so maybe my research is not good enough that I I need to do and that's when you suggested I should take high THC strains and use three different strains in making the oil. After that December 10 me and my husband started doing what you told us Right and during my MRI on December 21st, that's when the re- report says no meds, no, no evidence of metastasis, and the tumor is like 4 cm. Right. So, pass forward January 5th, because I, I pushed the schedule for my PET scan. Uh, that was January 5th, Thursday. I waited the following day if the doctor calls me. I never get a call. Until gen- a week after January 5th, that's when I received the email and I saw that there's no meds and the tumor is only 1.8. Two weeks time, baby!
2: Two weeks time. <laughs> so, Mary, you know, that's, pardon my French, freaking amazing. You go from a 4-centimeter tumor Yes. Uh, in, on, in showing on December 21st. To yes. uh, what was it? The fifth uh, of January, where your tumor is now only one point eight centimeters.
1: Yes. yes.
0: So that's well, yes. that. That is absolutely amazing because four centimeters. There's two and a half centimeters to an inch, so you've got about an inch and a half tumor. I know. And it goes to less than less than uh, half an inch. Well, about a half an inch. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah,
1: because I, I followed what probably because I p- followed the right protocol this time.
0: So you need a high THC and mm-hmm. uh, multiple strains. Is it, Yes. Corey, does it matter how many strains, as long as there are multiple strains?
2: Um, no, it doesn't matter how many. I just know that um, when I was in Prague, and certainly even before Prague, when I started noticing, and then when I talked to other people, it was the same thing, that we're seeing more success when people are using a variety of strains versus mm-hmm. one strain. Now, for some people, they hit the right strain, and it works just fine. Yeah, But, for you know, it's kind of like you're covering all your bases because different plants have different levels of different cannabinoids in them. So, you know, you Mm. combine, say, two or three, you've got a more overall, kind of like overall coverage or whatever.
0: So, Mary, the, the mistake, I shouldn't really describe it as a mistake, but when you first started taking it, you had high CBD instead of high THC, and THC kills cancer.
1: Yes, that's uh, yeah. high CBD only.
0: Yeah. Not
1: because I I keep telling my husband you get you should get the CBD CBD CBD. <laughs> I didn't know about THC, so but still you know I feel better. My doctor, my oncologist, like said, oh you're okay, you're okay. That's I don't know. So he said only that when he when when I told him oh I got a little blood in my stool and said okay. Money, go to the surgery,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and we will change your life on a permanent basis. That's right. Yeah.
1: So, money, let's go to the. So I said, and that's um, that's it. So, I, I I am right now. I'm still doing the same, and an even more an even more um, strict diet, like really, really, you know, not 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 even bread, not even small dairy or something i because i wanted to and i'm right now i'm looking for another oncologist and and then after a month probably i'll go another scan and i know that it's going to be gone. well
2: Well, i tell you if you see the progress that you saw in that couple of weeks i mean that's that's pretty impressive yeah, it is. It is it's darn wow. impressive. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It, and he's.
1: My, my surgeon said sorry to to tell you about this before the holiday. That was like. Uh, December 15th.
2: Mm.
1: I'm sorry to tell you about this, but if you're not going to do it, you're going to die and it's going to be a painful death.
2: What a nice uplifting fellow. Very
1: du- very good. I'm very sure good he meant
0: well, but... <laughs> well, it's, it's, it'll be a painful death to his bank account if people start to refuse uh, surgery and chemo radiation. <laughs> well, January 5th of this year, your tumor was 1.8 centimeters, so you wait another month and uh, that sucker might be gone.
1: It It's... Might be gone now. Yeah,
0: yeah might, might begin. even be gone now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> might be gone now because I've been feeding him a lot.
0: Yeah, so, I've been s- Mary, how do you feel?
1: Great. I'm normal. Yeah. Like my... Okay, when I was using a little bit of um, can, cannabis oil during this year, last year, I was down from, remember, I told you eight to ten. I was down to 8 times going to the I was down to 6 going to the bathroom mm-hmm. and then I started noticing down to 4 d- down to 2
0: Wow, that's amazing.
1: Yeah. So that's that's I think that's the the symptoms of having colorectal is going to the bathroom all the time. Well, right, Corey?
2: Certainly certainly what you what was showing for you as a symptom.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I had that too, actually, when I think about it now. Corey, what's the difference between your anal canal cancer and Mary's colorectal cancer?
2: Ma the cancer that I had, anal canal cancer is a squamous cell carcinoma. And what Mary has is an adeno or had is an adenocarcinoma. Okay. It's further up
0: the Th- digestive tract. Okay. Mary's is further up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is uh, this is good news, Mary. What? Uh, how do your family? How does your family feel about this?
1: My family is very supportive about it. Mm-hmm. They, my, I, I asked my brother to to help me, and I even right now uh, I think like middle of last year, I when I started feeling better, I started sharing sharing them um,
2: what you were doing. The,
1: yeah, yeah, I started sharing with with friends about about the cannabis oil, and most of them, oh, they said, "Oh, we were wondering. You don't look like you have that. <laughs> you know, I don't look like sick," according to them.
2: You don't it, look they, like it, somebody who's going through radiation.
1: And yeah, and then they said my my skin got brighter. You know, I have a lot of energy. I remember before I was diagnosed, it's like every like 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I really need to take a nap because I was so tired. I got so fatigued. Mm -hmm. But starting using this uh, oil, oh my gosh. I'm like up and about the whole day.
0: Have you talked to your friend uh, since you've been taking cannabis oil who had the surgery and regretted it?
1: Yeah, I told her about it. I, uh, I, I told her that I am using that one this uh, cannabis oil. She's one of those who really believe in doctors.
0: Uh. I
1: have even a close friend who is a doctor that I, I never told her. Because I know she's, you need to go to surgery because blah, blah, blah. So those people that push me to go for a surgery, goodbye. And for those who are, who are supporting me and saw my progress... And so my daily activities, how I, how I am every day, you know, I stick with them.
0: Well, the choice is you can uh, carry around a vial of cannabis oil or a colostomy bag. Which do you prefer? <laughs> right?
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't like colostomy bag. So <laughs> I, I can't th- imagine me, 52 years old, like having that with me. It's like, no, 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 not yet.
2: Well you know <laughs> not ever. Certainly not ever. certainly if you you're able to avoid it, that's that's awesome. Yeah, no, that's but, great. But
1: probably if I didn't know about cannabis oil and about you know, thanks to the internet.
2: But well, you th- can thanks to the internet, but also thank you to yourself for you know, stepping outside the box and looking, getting online and being
0: proactive.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, and I know. looking
2: for alternatives.
1: Yeah. You know Mary, no,
0: Mary there's a lot uh, there's a lot of information out there and uh, some people don't want to accept it like your friend who has the colostomy bag now.
1: Yeah. So she she doesn't she doesn't want to do it. So but she said but she was the one who helped me this dec- with my decision. Why? Because she said, "She said that you know it has changed her life life, co- life completely." Yeah, mm-hmm. I said, "Oh no, I don't want to change my life completely," and I feel better with this miracle plant, so I'll stick with it. So I stick with it for a year, but look what happened! It's like like it never grow; it was just there, but and then. After that, little symptoms, and then thanks God, Corey. Thank you for responding to my call at that time.
2: You're so welcome. And
1: we were, we were able to to correct the the little you know imperfections that we did by using the kind of using this oil. So it has to be the proper protocol in order for for uh, for it to, to work. So I th- high THC kills cancer.
0: Mary, uh, it's good to hear that you're on the road to recovery and another month uh, you will be fine if you're not fine already. And uh, it was good. Do you want to say anything in conclusion to people who uh, are, are listening?
1: Um, yes. Um, well, cannabis cures cancer, guys. So you have to really believe in it. Of course, you have to... Um, accompany it with with diet, no meat, no th- proper diet, and a lot of supplements to good exercise and lead a non-stressful life. So, so that's one thing too that I that I I try to avoid, not to not to be stressed out with small things or big things. So. Mm-hmm. just believe, and of course. What I did, too, is like a lot of prayers and meditation every day.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's, yeah, M- Mary, a uh, pleasure to talk to you. Thanks very much, and good health to you.
2: Thank you. Mary, we, thank so, you so, a- much. we so appreciate you sharing your story.
1: Okay, I'll let you know, Hori, uh, after a month. Yes, please do.
0: Absolutely, okay, please do. Thank you, Ian. Okay, thanks, thanks very right. much.
1: All right, okay. thank you. Uh,
0: Bye-bye. And that's it for another edition of Cannabis Health Radio. Wherever you are in the world, thanks very much for listening.
1: You've been listening to the Cannabis Health Radio podcast. Visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com, and follow us on Facebook and Twitter.
0: Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey guys, Montal here,
1: inviting you to check out my podcast, Let's Be Blunt with Montal, where we have candid conversations about everything cannabis. We have over 250 episodes in our library, and a new show drops every single Thursday. So be sure to subscribe, and if you like what you hear, make sure you leave us a review i you